0: Back to On the Block with Stricken Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com. Welcome back to On the Block 93-7, The Ticket. My name is Nate Brennan, Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Hope you guys are on the Sardar Heyman Jewelers video stream because we're having a block party right now. Got just about everyone here in studio. Strick is also remote. You guys can also text in 402-464-5685 Sardar Heyman Hotline, or excuse me, Sardar Heyman Text Line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. You can also check us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. That is the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream. Strick, what's going on? What do you got for the guys today? We got Austin, DP, and Jay in here, so we got the whole lineup. We'll we'll go ahead and let you lead it off. What do you got,
1: man? Listen, um, I just got sun and fun, but I, at the same time, um, you know, I, I really want to check in on on the uh, how did everything end up going with the uh, uh, the boys uh, and the girls Metro Holiday Tournament. Do you guys have any insight on that? uh bell west got them both i believe
2: that's in the metro yeah you, you look at any height you, you, you oh, know sorry, you he, they, <laughs> hey austin, austin you fell for the okie doke you fell for the banana and the tailpipe strickland <laughs> is a bellevue west t-bird i just was asking but you know what's funny though strick <laughs> it was a clean sweep up there by the uh bellevue west thunderbirds it was a clean sweep by the uh lincoln Hyde links down here in lincoln the the uh the, the girls' team won, and it was a phenomenal game. I saw the end of that. They played Northeast in the championship. Those are two of the best teams in the state. They got they they are five, six deep each, and you can tell they've been playing against each other for a while, and they went into overtime. It was an exciting game. And then the Lynx uh, upset uh, uh, the Southeast Knights in the championship game. Mm. Be aware. Wow, be, 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 Yeah, be, be aware. aware. <sighs> they're tough, and they're about eight, nine deep. So if y'all, so so if them T Birds have another bad offensive night like you guys did against Creighton Prep, uh, you might be in trouble. I'd hate boo. for you guys.
1: Shift DP, boo shift <laughs> DP, <laughs> boo
2: shift. DP. I don't know why. <laughs> Look, my name is no, Paul, and this subject. is in between y'all. We're
0: my name is. trying to rope you into it. My name is Bennett, and I'm not in it. This is between you and Foreman. Y'all no, work I, it you out. Know, to be honest with you, <laughs> Bellevue West
2: with the boys is, is is is. There's a big gap between the number two team. I mean, they. I watched Bellevue West play here in Lincoln. They are phenomenally coached. They 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 are well coached. They are tough. They can shoot it. They can defend like no other. Um, they got size and they got speed, and they are well. They are well coached. I mean, Miller North is is a little bit too young for them. They don't have a a guy. Bellevue West has that dude, and then everybody else with them. They are good, man. I mean, they are good. They are a good program. Well coached. It's fun basketball to watch them because they can beat you in a multitude of ways. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. You know, so that lets you know that they they are and they're well and they're a good team too. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, you can tell they play team basketball. Um, you know, speaking of team basketball, you know, I know you, know, you guys probably talked about the game last night, Strick. I want to that's ask. That's why you. I
1: was about to shift the we conversation. We talked about it DP yeah, well, yeah, said I've been in I ain't it. <laughs> well, <other>
2: <laughs> well, his name is Flynn, and he' about to jump in. So I wanted to ask you. I want to ask you about from a basketball standpoint because you're the expert. When you When you have a team like Nebraska that, for the most part, have been playing good defense, but then when you go against a team like Michigan State that's operate, you know, they had one guy really getting off, at Walker getting off, um, but then you know, the way that they've moved, you know, they moved that ball around the perimeter so quick. What kind of adjustment could Nebraska maybe have done or, or, or tried to do? Would it be zoned? Um, maybe try to, you know, maybe not double the post as much. What could they have done to kind of alleviate that ball movement, which has seemed, seemed to let them get not only open shots, but they were comfortable shots as well?
1: Exactly. yeah, I think you're right. I think you'd have to do a form of a matchup zone with with some switching effects, great rotation and communication, uh, just to try try to alleviate some of that ball movement. You want them to go deeper around the perimeter and just instead of crisply around the line of the perimeter. Yeah. So uh, it looked like that's what they were doing. I, I would also say um that let's just be real about it. I mean, you can't be a Nebraska team. I talked to me and Nate, I talked to him about this, and I said, yeah. Um, I said specifically, they need to score in the, the upper 60s to lower 70s, at worst mid-70s, in order to win this game. I said there's not going to be a time to where they always have the defensive output that they're going to get against right. in Iowa. And in order for themselves to put themselves in that game, they're going to have to play better. I said Mills going to have to play better again. He struggled one for six. Over four from the free throw line. I'm dang. not free throw line, but from the three point line. Oh, i about only to say, free throw points. line. Dang. No, no. From the, oh, the free uh, throw uh, numbers were points.
0: bad. Well, Derek Walker was one for eight from the free
1: throw. One line. for nine. Well, yeah, yeah. That's that's crazy in itself. They're nine. eight for twenty. You lose by eighteen. You you missed out on almost. You half know, 18, point. I mean, uh, 12 points yeah. right there. You know, that's, or, or even half of that. I mean, just yeah. eight points, you well, know. But you, it was you, the run, you, run killer, Strick.
0: Those are the, those missed free yeah, throws were the run killers. Run killer. Every time they got within yeah. 12, they'd go to the free throw line and clank one, and the Michigan State would go down and pop a bucket. Like, it was just, yeah. they never allowed themselves to get momentum.
1: Strick, I want to ask 27%. 27%, Jay. They can't do that. You I just want, can't. I
2: want to ask you, you know, one about, you know, in the NBA, I know when you know, and you guys are playing. Sometimes you may have like two games in three days, or like three and five. You know, I knew a couple of NBA players, and they said, "Man, that you know, if you've been on a long two week road trip, man, those last two games are hard." So I equate that to that game last night, even though Nebraska hadn't been playing. You know, th- or, you know, two games in three days. It's a sleepy Wednesday night, you know, or Tuesday. Similar up, to Indiana, center in Indiana, Indiana, right? Game, where yes. you kind of, you know. You come off a big win, you kind of decompress, get on a plane, you leave in this crappy weather here, probably crappier up there. It's a sleepy night on the road. Talk about the mindset that you have to have individually, you as a player, which I always knew you would come with it, you know what I mean? But then also how you have to maybe take away from yourself some to kind of push guys farther than... You know more to be ready to play in that type of environment because Michigan State is playing good right now, and you're playing on the road. You know they're gonna it's gonna be a packed house, and it's not like a Thursday night. You know you kind of you know where you know the crowd would be, and it's uh, I'm assuming they're still out in school break. So now you got to bring even more energy. Just talk about getting ready for a game like that, and what you know maybe some of the thoughts or techniques that you might try to or would have tried to incorporate. If you, per, in particular, just say, this is hint, hint, drop it out there. You know, if it's just sitting out there in the air that you were a analyst or an assistant coach on the staff. What would you have walked in the locker room to, you know, and maybe try to, you know, preach to these guys?
1: Well, it, it, I, I would say pregame. I think one of the things that you, you try to prepare your younger guys One of the issues that they're having right now is that, like you said, even though they're getting breaks, it's going to get tougher and those days are going to get get smaller in between. And right now, they're really only playing about six guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, Tamanaga, when he struggles, he doesn't play as much. But when he's playing well, he does. And then uh, you probably can get into seven. They really need to get to about eight to make a strong run. Because when you go on the road and you have a Abandamil struggling the way he does, and yet he's still playing 30 minutes, there's no production. So they've got to find whoever that second guy is. You have to prepare Jamarcus Russell. or You have to prepare. I don't think you're going to get it from Denim. Uh, so they don't have uh, the pieces right now. Like, uh, you know, I think somebody that can get a bucket uh, maybe still needs to work on his shooting is Ramel Lloyd. I mean, you know, so that's yeah. probably why they redshirted him. Uh, and defensively, Jamarcus is just a little bit better there. And so um, they're gotta find, they've find. they got to find somebody. You can't continually have Jay, CG, CJ Welcher, Welcher struggling and Banda struggling. And then you're getting, you know, solid contributions out of Greasel, but he's having to handle a lot of the weight. Now he's playing over 30-something minutes a game. That's a lot. And then you're not getting production out of anybody, but the consistent production out of Derek Walker. And then the sporadic ones out of maybe CJ this game, sometimes Jawan. Cool, those are all good. k pops his head out maybe one in every four games that it's looking like now. Breidenbach played pretty good uh, last night for the most part. Um, but you're still not getting any consistency out of the second guy outside of Walker, and that's where they're they're they need to find that. And I just don't see anybody down the bench right now, unless you free Oleg. No, and
2: no, uh, <laughs> let me ask you this: hey, so, let, let, me, like, let me ask you this straight <laughs> before we get you up out of here. And say you are one of those younger players that you mentioned, right? That that whether it's say in let's say in real time, which would be CJ, you know, Wiltshire because he's the starter, right? Or just say denim or somebody like that. What could they do on say their off days, practice, and if they get in the game to where they could possibly be, you know, maybe it's two of them equal one where they could add to the team. I don't. I, I'm, a, I'm what I'm trying to get at. You know, there's, there's a lot of season left, but there's not a lot of season left. But I'm a firm believer. You don't waste this season by saying, okay, well I'm not playing right now, so I'm just going to be okay with being okay. What could they do? Could it be working on their shot? Watching more tape, you know you know what I mean? Finding maybe always checking in with an assistant coach or a coach to figure out what can I do to help this team be better so we can win a game on the road, like a Michigan State, or make sure we don't go up to Minnesota and uh in the moment's too big and we you know tinkle down our leg. <laughs>
1: Well, I I think denim denim just continues to do what he has to do as far as defensively and rebounding. Now, I, I think it's a collective thing, Jay. I don't think it's really an individual thing. Okay. Obviously, it's the same formulas that we've talked about before that create success for them, which is they need to hit free throws on the road. You've you got to, to freaking free make up. free throws. You've got to be over seventy to seventy five percent on the road to clip people. You can't you can't have a atrocious, terrible. I don't even know if that was a word, but I just yeah, threw I know it what you out mean. there. Yeah. yeah, but horrible, terrible shooting day at the free throw line. Then you shoot 27% from the field, and then you're shooting horribly from the three-point line. At the end of the day, on the road, the only thing that you have is to make it ugly. You know, Bubba Sparks, you know, make yeah. it real ugly, and Grimey. then put it down in that 50, 55, 54 range. But, but the, here's the collective problem, Jay. They have to run. They have to run in opportunity. They have to run in secondary. They have to yeah. run in makes. Yes. They have to be trying to create uh, uh, situations yeah. for easier buckets right. because they just have trouble. They struggle immensely, especially, uh, on, the right especially on the road. Yeah, especially right, on the road, right? Because that
2: might affect your shooting and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, that opened my eyes right there, Strick. Where you think like sometimes you got to run. And you, and you might go 0 for 4 in the break. But one thing I did, I think they do a better job this year, and, and this will be the last one, versus uh, last year, is I felt like last year in particularly, they didn't run the court hard enough. We talked about this. Remember this last year where they don't really, mm-hmm. you know, like the, talk about if you go against a team that's always constantly making you get back on defense, that can affect the way you shoot. Or if you shoot, because you'd be like, man, this dude is running down my throat. I got to get back, right? Next. So those are the little things, i.e., if you want to equate it to football, free throws is like getting third third downs one in, one yard to three. You've got to get yep. those on the road to keep the ball yep. out of Peyton Manning's hands when I played and Tom Brady's hands. So those are the things that maybe they can do. I think you also I wanted, wanted to ask you yesterday. no, do you think this team has a hard time dealing with success? Big win at Creighton, destroyed Creighton, big win at home against Iowa next game, kind of like the same type of outcome, you know, shoot bad, not there defensively, come back recoup, you know, two times, is either, I don't know the the saying is, but one, one time's luck and two times might be a pattern or three is for sure.
1: Um, I don't think so. I just yeah. I when I looked at the game in this particular instance, I I think I, I don't think that's the problem for them. I just think they have a consistency problem, right? I, I just I don't think it's that they start smelling themselves because I think they yeah. don't believe that they fully arrive, right? <laughs> I think they feel they got to still go get it. Now, it looked like in that game that Michigan State just had more energy. They just were right. more active. They were, they, you know, they, they looked like they had swag in their in their in their mind out there. So that, that was some of the stuff I saw with them. Um, they just were a little bit more energetic. Now, um, again, even still, like in this game, this is the thing that you've got to watch for. That means the hustle game. They had eight offensive rebounds, Nebraska. But Michigan State had 14. That's hustle. That's hustle stuff. They almost doubled you in the in the, in the hustle category of getting offensive rebounds. That means more opportunities. That means if they're shooting better than you, they're gonna they're gonna end up beating you. But if you secure those rebounds, those are not possessions that are gonna end up being potential makes. And now the score may change and be a little bit different. So you find yourself. So it's in these certain categories like this. They've been doing a tremendous job of right. not turning over the ball. Kudos to them. Man. They've also been doing a tremendous job of not fouling. They're doing great things, right? They only shot six free throws. So they're doing great things in great areas. But at the end of the day, they got to change some of these other small areas. And it came down, I think, to hustle and grit last year.
2: There it is. There it is. It's the gospel. The word right there. The Bellevue West, doctor (laughs) of dunk. Dr. Dunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Does Mr. Right? Slam Bam Alagazam. <laughs> Eric Strick. That's what it is. He's talking about he didn't know of Bellevue West one? Man, get out of here. He Strick. knows. No, I he know he knows. did. Look at no. him over he there. Set Jesus. him up. Set him up. Throw a softball over there, man. base is loaded. Strick gave the old, old heads up there. Here it comes. Strick, <laughs> yeah. we appreciate
0: you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That'll do it for us on the block. Old school. Coming up My next. Man, Stay with us. 93.7 The Ticket.